Episode 53. I get knocked down and I get knocked down again. Welcome to episode 53 of the Adventures in Lollygagging podcast. We've got everybody here. Ashley is flipping out. Uh, she can't stop laughing, so she's muted herself. Uh, Long is in a completely different location, and he's got some kind of Pikachu hanging from uh, a fan. I don't know what the hell's going on there. I can't see uh, Coder's or, or Josh's face, and I don't know why Melissa's here, because her character's finally dead. So really, it's just par for the course. So uh, how are we doing, everybody? Doing all right? Doing pretty good. Right. We're, we're doing fantastic. So yeah, we uh we were talking, we were talking beforehand, and uh, and uh, yeah, we're I guess I guess we're in a little bit of an interesting state when it comes to the uh, the campaign because we've been saying like we're at this point, this like serious point where the whole freaking town just got overrun, right? It's insane. Like you guys remember what just happened? Like yeah, mm-hmm. the whole forces overran the town, and because of that, like. The home base for the whole campaign is now overrun. And it's just like, well, what happens now? And so it's really, really interesting. Um, I I tried throughout the course of like the early episodes to start laying the foundation for like the hints that this was coming. Like this is coming slowly, slowly, like, all the way back in the very beginning. Like literally, if you listen to the first like five episodes, there's like little tidbits here and there. And so it, when it finally came a year later, I was like super giddy to finally do it. And it was just, uh, I was like, I wonder if they're going to be able to stop it. And uh, you weren't. Uh, Newsflash. Uh, that was great. It's not too Spoiler late. Spoiler alert. It's not, it's not too late. I mean, like, a bunch of people have already died, including Zofia. Uh, so that's cool. Um, so this was like, I think I, I almost killed Zofia so many times, right? Like Multiple times, yes. Like seven or eight times. Like episode four-ish, the siren episode or something like that. I think she almost died. Oh, no. You remember that? That... Yes, man, that's that's one of those episodes that's like an inside joke because the amount of times like we repeated what sirens do, like we had to edit some of that stuff out because it just sounded so bad. Like we just kept being very repetitive. But Zofia nearly died then, uh, nearly died. I mean, everyone nearly died when you guys first encountered the Marauders, like everyone almost died there. Yep. What what other close calls did you have along the way? The sewer here, just about five or so episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, that's mm-hmm. another point I want to get into. Let's talk about cause and effect. <laughs> Let's talk about cause and effect. If you recall, when you guys first returned to Verdum, came up through the sewers, popped out, and you had to roll some stealth chests, and you didn't re-roll the stealth tests, despite the fact that you had fortune points. And what happened? What happened? You were noticed, and then all of a sudden... The party got split. People didn't get healed appropriately. Then, then, later on, as the party was split and Sophia was returning to the sewer to find you guys, she was caught by Grizz. She had the opportunity to just run away, but she chose to turn around and talk. I still claim combat banter. Until, whatever. And so he messed her up pretty good, and she fell in and nearly died. Nearly died, and it would have been the most anticlimactic death of all time <laughs> yes. if that was the moment. So I contend that the reason that she died is because Stekus and Hubert didn't re-roll their stealth test. That's what I think it is, because if you would have re-rolled the stealth test, you might have been able to get into the, the part, and everyone would have been together, 
You would have gotten healed appropriately. She wouldn't have taken that extra damage from Grizz, which means her damage threshold would have been lower, which mean which means getting 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 kicked down three steps of it wouldn't have killed her. So really, if you think about it, this is all Hubert and Stekis' fault. What do you guys think about that? Wow. That is You're uh... just trying to make Yawa feel better, little Josh. <laughs> Josh didn't do anything wrong. Josh is not a fault. Bear is innocent in this. Lavinia, innocent in this. I did kill her, but <laughs> I know, but like it was a mercy killing. We all get it. We yeah, all get yeah. it. It was fair. I think so. And Zofia wanted that to happen. If she died to sirens, we wouldn't be in this predicament. That's a great right. point. That's actually. <laughs> that's I actually thought a... she took more damage than her damage threshold even was all the way up. I did. That's true. But it was it was it was fun to work that out anyway. Uh, so the other thing I was thinking is how you're dooming. What was your dooming, Zofia? So like never, never fold, fold always stay. Yeah, yeah. Never fold, always stay. And I kind of feel like that was that came true because you were offered a, a, a way to escape the town by Markov, right? This escape yes. plan, which is like the metaphorical folding. And you got you didn't really do it. You sort of stayed around instead of like, you're like, okay, yes, let's do it. I'm out of here. Let's go right now. You could have done that, but you didn't. And you stayed around and you died. I did. Yep. That all works out in the end. It makes sense. What's cool about that spell that I cast is that anyone who dies from it basically turns into a demon, which is awesome for like a short period of time, for like a couple minutes, like however long the WB of the caster is. I think you said three. Yeah, something like that. So what really should have happened is that she should have turned into a demon and started attacking Bear. But I'm like, no, 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 no. That's just too mean. That's so tragic. And like Josh was like acting. He should get an Academy Award for that little no. scene. Like, ah, oh, it's it hurting my heart. Hurt my heart. But then I remembered it was Sophia I killed, so I was super happy. <laughs> it's only taken a year of our campaign to get to it. <laughs> Don't tempt me. Don't tempt me. I could have killed her at any point. I just chose That's true. not to. Just chose not to. And, you, you know. Make it dramatic. Exactly. And the dice, you know, the dice go the way the dice go. And then then we had that weird conversation about whether she had a fate point at one point or not. And we were like, does she have a fate point? Does she not oh, have yeah. a fate point? Oh, and then we were oh, like, wow. oh, you gotta keep track of your fate points, people. Yeah, that was the fun conversion from uh, paper character sheets to Roll20. Oh, yeah. Blame it on technology. Real nice. I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sticking with it. User error, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, okay, so let's get let's get down tonight, because tonight's really interesting. It's It was a it was a crazy episode. Uh, there's a lot going on. Uh, the party was split into three. So we had Lavinia and Doc Coley, who were running around. Uh, they uh, You guys noticed. So Lavinia heard stuff down the, al- down the alleyway away from the clinic where they were coming up from the sewer and attacking people. So they were sneaking in, right? Whereas Bear and Zofia lost track of Bianna, and Bianna climbed on top of the, the roof of the box elder and cast that big-ass spell, which caused so much havoc in the middle of town. All this was sort of coordinated and having at once, right? And then we had the front gate people, and that was Hubert, and that was uh, Stekis, and they were hanging out with uh, with Markov and with uh, with Conlin and with Loudon. Uh, the... the big weird crow-like humanoid was out front casting spells as well and eventually you guys couldn't hold like because you weren't getting reinforcements because there's so much other crap going on elsewhere in the city you guys just weren't getting the reinforcements in the front front gate that you needed and so eventually it fell uh conlin don't know where he went uh markov don't know where he went loudon's with you guys as you guys started to retreat bear eventually caught up with you all at the gate Hasn't probably, I don't think, Bear, that you, you told anyone about Sophia's death yet. Right. They like asked me about it. I was like, mm, it's not the time. Yeah. So just focus on the task at hand kind of thing. And uh, you guys 
snuck down to the docks, found a couple people trying to escape. Uh, they were diving into the water all desperate-like and such. You uh, you managed to get away from there. I think one person is following Bear at this point. Uh, the group of you ran over towards the, uh, the, the landing office where a bunch of old wardens were being uh, kind of under house arrest, people that were still kind of not getting with you know, the new program. And that place is under, on, on fire. Heroically, you all went inside, started dragging folks out. Uh, and between some of the guards that hung with you from the front gate, between the guy from the docks and between some of the people, you have a, a small retinue, but some of the people that you drew out of the fiery building are unconscious and are being carried. And so we'll say that the other people are carrying them so you don't have to worry about it, so your hands are free. Uh, you made it to the warden barracks where Lavinia and Doc Qualley eventually reached and freed both uh, Jonas Fair and Ralph Wilhelms, but the play that place also got set on fire. And heroically, Wilhelms and Jonas uh, turned to fight this fell knight to help uh, both Qualley, uh, Lavinia, and some of the others escape towards the eastern gate. When the party arrived, when Bear and Hubert and Stekas arrived, uh, you guys noticed that this fell knight had had its way with these two fighters, partly because they were like literally in small clothes and didn't really have much to, to do, and they're laying on the ground, and you all went charging in, and that's where we're going to start, right on combat. Let's get this going. So to paint the picture, off to the east, to the northeast, you can see the burning building of the Warden Barracks. Out in front of that building, you can see that there are a variety of people citizens of Verdum that are being attacked or being slaughtered or beaten by a variety of marauders that are in the area. In this little courtyard area out in front of that specific barracks, you can see the tall imposing figure draped in that heavy munition plate dark armor with the helmet on top of it. The same figure that you think you saw at the Hobart farm is there with big shield in hand, with Morgenstern in hand, and is standing over top of these two well-known, well-respected warden and blood warden who have fallen to the hands of this. They have been in jail for a month. They're wearing underwear and they don't have a lot. So don't take too much, you know, don't give them too much criticism here. And that's when Bear and, and Stekis and Hubert arrive with some of your retinue and the three of you charge in. First up on the docket, Hubert will say everybody is within one hustle of getting to this guy. So... Hubert, it is your turn. You are first in the initiative order as this guy turns around, is getting ready to attack the two on the ground, but sees you coming up. Maybe he recognizes you because you guys did see each other really, really close to one another at a point. And so he sees you. Oh, yeah, very close. Points the Morgan Stern at your face, this big spiky club. Uh, and uh, it is your turn. What do you want to do? I'll hustle up and try to interpose myself between. Okay. So, hustle up, one AP, you got two AP left, what do you want to do? I'm going to issue the challenge. Okay. You want to remind people what that does? Yeah, he's, so he's left defenseless until all melee attacks and called shots and stuff like that. So he can't parry, I believe. Uh, so defenseless. There's no reactions or something? So yeah, no Yes, I'm not no reactions. So, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Can't use any reactions whatsoever. And so, and yes, parrying is a reaction. Indeed, sir. All right. I got a big surprise for you. I'm not going to force you guys to do any crazy, like, uh, rolls or stuff. You guys have seen these people at a certain point, so I'm not really going to do any more of those, like, sanity blasting stuff or anything like that, so. So first off, I'll drop off a military lance, see if these wardens would take it. Okay, so you run up, 
I'm assuming you have two weapons. You're carrying two weapons, one one in one hand and one in the other, and you're just going to drop one on the ground? Yeah. Okay, so you drop one. Wilhelm's or, or Fair? Which one do you want? Uh, let's do Fair. Okay, both of them look pretty beaten and bruised uh, and bleeding. They're not wearing armor, which means they're probably right. in pretty perilous condition. And then I'll just take a swing at the big guy. Go for it. Uh, just standard is fine. That's a hit. That is indeed a hit. 13 points of damage. We have our full complement of fortune points. Uh, let's see. 13 points will, in fact, move him down one step on the damage track. Easy peasy. Okay. You are all set. Uh, next up is going to be Bear. You just saw him charge in, drop a lance. One of the guys, uh, looks like Fair, grabbed it. Uh, he was using some basic cudgel or some crappy sword or something like that, so he mm -hmm. has a much better weapon. He might stand up, but he also looks pretty beaten. You're not sure how much you're going to get from him. So you also see that there are a number of marauders all around. It's just it, any moment they're probably going to notice all of you guys running up at this point. Right. Uh, are, are our fortune points reset? Yes, your fortune points are reset. Okay. Uh, I think when we ended, I said I was going to put snake venom on my foe shard, so I'll do that now. Was that 2 AP or... Uh, we'll say you did it, because you mentioned it at the end of the last episode. Oh, we'll okay. say it's already on there. No problem. Nice. So I will just run up and try and stab him between some of his armor plating with it. Okay, go for it. So now it's 2v1, and so I'll say you can make this routine. Routine? All right. You do outnumber this this foe. That is a 36. That's going to hit. Uh, he doesn't have any... AP, right? So he can't parry? Yeah, I cannot parry. Because he hasn't gone. That's correct. Okay. Roll the one for damage, so I don't even think that's going to hurt him. <laughs> but make a challenging toughness test. Okay. Do you want to spend a fortune point to explode that to possibly do damage to him? Uh, might as well. Wait, isn't this... No, his threshold's pretty high, if I remember correctly. He did, in fact, pass his toughness test, by the way. He rolled a nine, and he did a 55. Uh, I won't worry about the damage yet. I'll just do the entanglement quality of the faux shard and try and knock him down. Okay. What's the poison do? Uh, it would incapacitate him if he failed. Gotcha. So yeah, I don't think it's on the weapon anymore. Okay, so just a one-shotter. Okay, no worries. Uh, and then you said entanglement with your faux shard? Yes, try and trip him up. Alright. And flip to fail. Uh, this is coordination, correct? Yes. Oh, that's not good. Uh, okay, that is going to be a fail, so he will fall prone. Nice. Okay. And I'll save my last AP. So I hustled and then just regular attack. Yeah, yep, I still got one. Because the entanglement's part of the weapon, so no problem. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so next up are uh, these Marauders. Uh, so I'm going to roll a dice and see how many of them. I'm going to roll a d10. Uh, some of them uh, are going to are around in the area and uh, in various locations. Uh, and of those seven, uh, we're going to say... We're going to say five of them have started to notice what's going on. I've seen the this fell knight fall to the ground, uh, and they're going to begin to close upon the area. Uh, so I'm going to put, I'm going to say two are going to charge in uh, towards, uh, we'll say three are going to charge towards the in engagement, and we'll say two more are going to run towards where Stekis and the other folks are, having not yet gone. Um... So of the three that are now charging into engagement, we'll say two will target Hubert, since Hubert actually did some damage, uh, and then one will kind of go for Bear. Uh, so they'll expend their, their actions, to, they'll expend their first AP to get in, into that engagement. Uh, and then on Hubert, 
Uh, one's going to go ahead and attempt to, uh, we'll say, take down with an athletics test. Uh, see how that goes. Uh, that's going to be a success. You can resist this with coordination. Standard's fine. I fall to the ground. Okay, do you want to re-roll that with a fortune point, or are you satisfied? I'll take it. Okay, uh, and so then with the third AP for this Marauder, it will go ahead and it will attempt a attack. Uh, I will go ahead and reduce the difficulty slightly. Actually, I rolled that at challenging, too. I'm a dummy. Uh, and so it will attempt with this uh, fairly large uh, splitting maul. I uh, will go ahead and take a swing. Uh, and with a 96, we'll go ahead and miss. Uh, the second one will come towards you as well, and with you already on the ground, uh, I think what I'm going to do is I will just go ahead and take aim, uh, and then I'll swing. So one AP to move, one AP to take aim, uh, and then the swing itself. So this is actually going to be even easier, but I'll still probably blow it. We'll say this one's using a threshing flail. So I got my stuff all ready to go. And with an 81 out of an 85, I barely got it, uh, and it is good to hit. Let me see if there's anything I can do with this. Um, nope. I don't think I can do anything else with that because I don't have any points left. Uh, so well, uh, so eight points probably doesn't exceed your threshold, I would imagine. Yeah, that'll just clink off my armor. Fair enough. Uh, the other one in the engagement will go ahead and turn towards uh, young uh, young bear here uh, and will charge in. I think I'm, I'm just going to charge. I'm literally going to use the charge and then I'm going to attack because doing so... <laughs> Oh, I do have a reach weapon, so I'd mm -hmm. be able to opportunity attack if he does that. Yep, he's still going to do it, but you're welcome to go ahead and take that attack. Yeah. So, hit just 10 damage, though. All right, that'll be enough to move them down. And then yes. uh, my dude will go ahead and attack you. And he gets flipped to fail on this uh, because it's just the abilities that they have after a charge. Uh, we'll say this one is also using a flail. Or, excuse me, flip to succeed, not flip to fail. That would be stupid. Uh, 14 points of damage uh, your way as I roll a 16 on that attack. Oh, uh, I'm going to try to parry. Go right ahead. Standard's fine. So 83, that's a fail. Uh, so you got 14 points of damage unless you want to use a fortune point to re-roll that parry chance. Uh, what's he using? Weak. It is weak. Can only inflict moderate or serious injuries. Yeah, I think it will, because that'll put me the graciously. Okay, go for it. Reroll. Got me a fortune point already. All right, that's best. All right, so you do manage to, as he charges in, not only do you get a swing off on him, but as he swings wildly with his threshing flail, you do manage to cast it to a to the side, and you're good to go. Uh, we'll say the other two have to take two AP or two movement actions to just to get to Stekus. Uh We'll say one of them will go ahead and charge. Or excuse me, one of them will go ahead and try to take down on Stekus uh, with an athletics test. Uh, let's see. 34 will be good. Uh, you can resist. Uh, this doesn't take AP, so you can go ahead and resist. It's coordination, right? Uh, coordination, yeah. Standard's fine. All right, so you do manage to resist getting taken down. The second one's just going to charge in, and it's going to make an attack. This will be flipped to succeed, and with a 25 will succeed. I forgot to roll damage. Uh, so that's going to be 4 plus 6, so 10 points of damage. That does not break my threshold. And you do manage to br break it away. All right, Steck, is now your turn. You have two of these guys on you. Um, you just saw your other two compatriots uh, move into combat with one of these big armored creatures. It's quickly surrounded by two others. What would you like to do? I'm going to 
grab my Morgan Stern with two hands and take aim once and attack the one in it that charged at me. Okay, go for it. All right, that's a miss with a 76. Do you want to re-roll that? Our, how many have we already used? Uh, just one. Yeah, I will re-roll that then. Okay. I rolled a 51. I needed a 69. Mm-hmm. And I get plus one from Adaptable. Mm-hmm. And then I get plus three from Gatecrasher because I took aim. So that does uh, 13 damage. Okay, 13 damage is also enough to move this one down for sure. Uh, not enough to go to, however, almost, not quite. Uh, all right, so then that is your turn. Are you good? You took aim, you swung, you have one AP left. Are you, are you hanging on to that? Yes, I'm going to hang on. Okay, uh, so then after that, it is the Fel Knight's turn, who is on the ground. I will go ahead and I will exp- I will go ahead and stand up, uh, which will take two AP because it doesn't actually have coordination uh, and then I will go ahead and swing down at Hubert. Uh, but before doing so, uh, I will also do something pretty fun. I'm going to do what's called uh, Champion's Call. Uh, one foe is left defenseless to all this creature's attacks. Until the foe is defeated, the creature may select a new foe once the current one is defeated. So basically, all y'all just got to back off and let Hubert uh, and this 1v1. guy 1v1 and see what happens. Okay. And so this guy looks down at you uh, and he says something through his mask along the lines of like this encounter will go much worse for you and then he'll uh, he'll take a swing oh no uh you're on the ground and he's only got the one ap and i do have two misfortune points so this is exciting that's a critical failure with a one oh my god <laughs> yeah. oh it's a one <laughs> this guy is the most snake bitten villain oh, Lord. ever oh, no. The first time you encounter him, all you do is make him drop his freaking weapons and he has to run away on a horse. And now he finally has a chance to smash Hubert to bits and I roll 100. Can't even re-roll it. <sighs> okay, let me roll my let me roll my uh, peril here. Okay, I'm not in ignore ranks yet. Okay, so he's going to swing down. You roll over a little bit to the side. Maybe he bumps into bear. His arm just extends and then he's just like, shit, damn it. And uh, that'll be his turn. Uh, Hubert, <laughs> life flashing before your eyes. It's your turn now. I'll push myself off the ground. I'll taunt him a bit. Come on, you can do better than that. I thought so too, but apparently I'm wrong. Very upset. Swing my lance at him. At this point, it's three to two in the engagement. It's called standard, it's fine. That'll succeed. Get a nice hit on him, it'll be 11 damage. Yeah, that, that does sound like a nice hit, but it easily clinks off his armor and shield without much difficulty as he just pushed it off to the side. Uh, do you have any more AP left to do something? No, it took me two to get up and one to strike. Yeah, it sounds familiar. At least you hit with yours. Uh, Bear, your turn. My turn. Alright, I'm gonna switch to my stick. Your swagger... Is it your swagger stick? Yeah, my swagger stick. Is someone knocked down right now? Uh, no. He got back up. Everyone okay. got back up. No one's on the ground. Nice. Uh, I'll try and clean up these little guys, I guess. I'll hit the guy that charged at me. Yeah, it's already taken damage. Sure. I'll try and do a takedown first. Uh, that's a fail, so I'm just going to take a swing then. Fair enough. Oh, that's a crit. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so the 22, that'll crit. 11 damage definitely will go through. Do you? Are you satisfied with that damage? Do you want to use the fortune fortune explode or anything? Uh, No. I'll okay. hold on to it. 
so he's also pushed back. So he is technically out of the engagement now. Yeah. Okay. Good deal. I'm powerful. So, and I still have one AP left. All right. Fair enough. Just hold on to that. Uh, it'll be the Marauder's turn next. Two of them again are on Hubert. One's on Bear. Two are on Stackis. Uh, so the two on Hubert. Um, one of them will go ahead and peel off and will go towards Bear. And so we'll say it'll take one AP to step over. Uh, and then, well, actually, no, they're all in engagement. So we'll say it'll just turn its attention to you. Uh, it'll do an attempt to knock you down. Uh, I, I, I'm a big fan of takedowns. Uh, that's a success. Uh, you can go ahead and resist at standard with also coordination. Bear. Was that the guy I knocked back? Uh, no, this isn't. This is one of the ones that was on Hubert. Okay. I'm making it gotcha. two, two on two on one, two on one instead of three on one and one on one. That's uh, a four, so good on that. And then I will just attempt to hit you as well uh, with a tyke aim. Uh, this will be the one with the splitting maul. We'll swing, we'll miss, and that is the end of that piece of crap's turn. Uh, the other one will step forward. The one that you pushed out of the engagement bear will step back up with an AP. Uh, and then we'll go ahead and take aim and swing at you uh, with his threshing flail. Uh, this will be a success with a 25. Um, do you want to uh, parry that? Well, I think I'm still drunk so that won't actually hurt me i do have two misfortune points and i'm not going to say whether i'm point. using them or not <laughs> yeah you could totally kill me so it's up to you yeah i might as well okay so what difficulty is this uh it's gonna hand? be challenging okay this is routine for him so challenging for you gotcha <sighs> and with a crit fail <laughs> that will go through you will yeah. take 12 points of damage I will go ahead and roll some peril for you for your crit fail. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and take 17. I'm totally blanking. 17 points of physical peril as oh, thank you, God. <laughs> you, uh, you do your best. And as you're like holding the shield up, you just get driven back. Uh, and that'll be his turn. Uh, and then the two that are on good old, uh, good old Stekis, uh, one will attempt to take down. Uh, one will actually go ahead and take aim before doing the takedown and then we'll go ahead and roll that with a 90 will fail because it's a piece of shit uh, and then it will attempt to swing at old Stekis Magoo uh, with a threshing flail and will crit fail awesome this is this is this is a good night this is a good night and we'll take a crap ton of peril awesome uh, and then <laughs> the other one uh, that's on old Stekis Magoo uh, will uh, screw it. We'll do the same thing. Take aim, knock, attempt to knock down. Uh, we'll succeed this time. So you can hey, resist with coordination. There, Stekis. Okay. Uh, were we, were those two guards fighting or were they just kind of passed out? Uh, I'm going to get, I'm going to have them get up here in a second. Oh, okay. I don't know if I missed it. I rolled a four, <laughs> so I resist. All right. Of course, of course. And then I will just go ahead and roll a regular attack on you. And then this measly turn. Nine points of damage. I will go ahead and explode. Well, no, no, I'm not going to. Screw it. I think I'm going to start rolling D100 so you guys don't see the damage roll. Because I feel like like Josh is like, well, maybe I won't parry. Maybe we should do oh, that. Oh, I'm sorry. You know I mean? yeah, I guess I should. No, I don't blame you. I do the same thing. So like... Yeah, I think there was just a discussion of that in the Discord about like separating the separating the two rolls. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stack is now your turn. One of these looks winded. <laughs> it just took a craft out of peril. 
Uh, and it is, uh, yeah, so you got two on you. I'm going to uh, eat a red cap. Okay, so you start munching on a mushroom. That gives me plus one damage threshold for how long? I forget. Uh, I think you, I, I will look it up, but it's fine for the combat, so just go ahead and it'll be fine for the whole combat. And then I'm going to take Abe and swing at the same guy I swung at before that charged at me. Okay. That's a crit success. Okay, I cannot parry. Uh, your damage is 13. Plus the one from two-handed and three from gate crasher, so it's 17. Okay, so that's going to be enough to move him several steps uh, down to Grievous. I'm going to have to roll three d6s. Four d6s, because you're vicious, right? Uh, yes. All right, four d6s. Oh, dear. I dodged all four. Unless you want to spend a fortune point to make one of those a six there, Stekas. Uh, I did forget to mention that when I do damage, the person I do damage to starts to bleed. Oh, okay. That was actually important because uh, when this, when one of the, well, that's one of the kill criteria. So we'll say that this thing actually is now dead as you cleave through it with this uh, attack. You see a whole disgusting splurt of Diablo-like blood uh, exploding out from him and he falls to the ground and there's only one left in front of you. Oh my God. Very nice. It is now the Fel Knight's turn, who is really is going to go ahead and just take some 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 take a moment to himself. He's going to take <laughs> some meditation. I got this. I could do this. I'm really good at this. Gosh darn it! Here, I'll give you a free shot. No one ever thinks I'm any good. Uh, and so I will attempt to take down because they're my favorite things to do um, on old Hubert because they're one v one. I take aim, try to knock you down. You're out number two to one. That'll be a success. You fall to the ground, because remember, we both we mm. both can't resist re- react to each other. Uh, and so we're just going to constantly knock each other down. And then I'm going to go ahead uh, and attack with the Morganster. That's an 87, just oh. enough! Just <laughs> enough! Just <laughs> under the wire! Needed a 90, got an 87. Whew. And I think I'm going to go ahead and explode one of those. I'm going to use one of my misfortune points to explode the damage once. Uh, add four to that. That's 17. And then I'm going to roll an extra d6. Uh, and I rolled a one. Of course I did. Uh, okay, so 18 points of damage your way, Hubert. So that'll put me to moderate. Okay, so go ahead and roll uh, a d two d6s. Excuse me, because this is a vicious weapon. Two d6s for injury. Uh, dodge the injury. Okay. All right. Did you... I'm gonna let go. It's only moderate. Okay. <laughs> it's only moderate. I don't want to like. What's he gonna do? He's gonna like. Yeah. You know, oh, I got something in my eye. I want. I want to crash his skull in. Uh, all right. So then, Hubert, it is your turn. Uh, I'll recover from the ground. He's like, there, again. there we go. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> Whew. All right. I'll try and return the favor. All right. So you're up. You got one AP left. You're gonna swing back at this guy. Yeah, I'll swing back at him. Okay. That's a fail with a 58. Because you suck. Hmm. That is a fail. Would you like to use a fortune point? I actually would like to. I want to reroll. Oh, that's so great. I have some wonderful things I can do with misfortune. What does it reroll the damage? Uh, I'll let you keep that damage. Sure. <laughs> re-roll, the, re-roll the attack. That's fine. You don't have any martial melee? I do, but I've ignored too because I'm periled. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's, that's rough, man. Should have been a laborer. <laughs> I had a focus. Oh, that's even uh, worse. Yeah, I stole this. Yeah, that's right. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a wolf from Future Future Man all of a sudden. Uh, okay, uh, that is your turn. 
Uh, we'll say the two guys on the ground now will stand up. So we'll put on on initiative sixteen. We'll put uh, Wilhelm's and Fair, who will uh, go after the Marauder uh, that is on uh, Hubert, uh, and although we'll let the dr- drama of the one v one battle between the two people who can who can make the other defenseless uh, continue. Uh, so I'll roll a couple d100s here to see how they do. They can't do much. Uh, we'll say one of those will certainly hit. They have taken so much peril at this point. Uh, the 57 will not be good, uh, but the 15 will. Uh, and so I will go ahead and roll some damage. Uh, that will move the one on Hubert down again. I will go ahead and roll a d6 for injury, dodge the injury, and that is their turn. But now, Hubert, you are in a more positive engagement. Bear! Alright, I'll try and uh, clean up this guy I've been smacking on. Okay. Go for a... Uh, he moved back up to me, right? Yep. Yeah, you are you right. got two on you. Little nice. little thing, if you guys injure or cause these dudes to bleed, uh, they die. Oh. They're called... They're un- I'm using underling rules for shit. them. Not the main guy. The main guy. You guys have to actually earn it. I have to actually earn it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, I'll go for a takedown. That's uh, just standard now. Standard is fine. Uh, roll the five. Go ahead and resist. Uh, he is knocked down. He cannot resist. What? He's already knocked down? He's knocked down. He cannot resist that. Oh, he can't do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So he's knocked down. Ah, very nice. Kill him. Finish Let me him. with this attack real quick. And then a d6. Holy crap, that's a lot of damage. Yeah. Roll the six and a one. <laughs> and then I'm plus four from explode or the knockdown. 19 damage. 19 total? Yes. You sure don't want to explode one for 20? I'm sure. Okay, that would have been an auto kill because of where he's at on the damage threshold. All right, I'll roll 3d6s, uh, dodge injury on all of them. Nice. So he's all right. Uh, okay, uh, so then we're going to move over to the Marauders. Uh, at this point, there's only one on Stekus, so I'll start over there. Uh, so this one will... Go ahead and take aim twice and take a swing. This is on you, Stekis. This is a 68, which is a success. Uh, do you want to parry that? Yes, I would like to try and parry that. Go right ahead. It'll be for you hard. That's a success with a 37. You are a master of martial melee, sir. Uh, and uh, you're able to easily cast aside. And he's like, man, I thought I had that one. That was, like, so good. Uh, and then over at the main area, uh, we're going to say there's two on bear still because he didn't decide to kill the one. I'm just going to do the regular D100s, and we'll go from there. Uh, I think he would have got knocked back again, the one guy. All right, so one AP, he'll move forward. You don't have your uh, your reach weapon anymore out, so uh, right. both, 40, both of those are good. So those are going to be two hits on you. Uh, so the first one will go through. I'll go for a parry. Go right ahead. Uh, block one. Okay, fair enough. Second one attacks. This one's going to go through, isn't it? Yes. I rolled a one. Oh, no. oh my god. My chest hairs deflect his attack. Uh, yeah, six plus one plus one, so eight points of damage. So <laughs> your chest hairs. <laughs> I think your mustache should have entangling. <laughs> it should. And then over on Hubert, uh, I will go ahead and have one of the... Uh, actually, I'll have the the other Marauder is going to get taken up and is going to start dealing with the um, 
with the wardens that have just stood up to help you guys. So I won't even worry about that one. Uh, and then we'll move over to Stekus. You got one more on you. You can see fights sort of turning in your favor. What do you want to do? I'm going to take aim at the guy in front of me and try and smash him. Okay, go for it. I unfortunately miss. Do you want to use a uh, reroll? You have we have three more fortune points left. I'm sitting on two misfortune. I will pass. Okay. Uh, and are you you satisfied? Good to go. Yep, that's two AP. I'm just gonna keep one to parry, hopefully. Okay. Uh, the fell knight will go next. Uh, I think the fell knight will go ahead and attempt to knock you down once more. I'm gonna do my my preferred. Uh, combo here. Let's keep this dance going. It's really fun if you think about it. Um, I will say at this point though, he's not 2v1ing you, so I'm not going to give him an extra 10. So I'll just go ahead and take aim, uh, attempt a coordination test to knock you down. I will critically succeed. Doesn't really matter because you're already defenseless anyway, so you are once again knocked down. Then I will go ahead and attempt an attack on you once more with Zmorgenstern. I get knocked down and I get up again. That's correct. That is a success with 12 points of damage. Uh, I think what I will go ahead and do with this one is I will, since I rolled a one on damage, I'll spend a misfortune to explode that to six. So that's going to put me at 17. uh, And then I'm going to roll another D6, which is another five. So it's 22 points of damage. How is that there, Hubie? Hubie Lewis in the news? (laughs) Puts me to grievous. Okay. Go ahead and roll four d6s for me, please. No six, so no injury. There is now a six, because I'm going to spend my other misfortune to give you an injury. Now, here's some fun stuff that I get with the injury. I think I have a way to negate it, but you can go. Okay. Uh, so how are you going to negate it? Oh, that's right. you got a bunch of you stuff. You can't take injuries. Uh, you can't take grievous, right? I literally can't take injuries, I thought. So if I take a debilitating injury... I can do a permanent chaos ring. Do you want to do that? Yeah, chaos I'll take the, take the chaos ring. Okay, so you're taking a permanent chaos ring. So you're invoking blessing in disguise. Yeah. Is that three? Three what? Are you at three permanent chaos rings? What do you mean by permanent here? I just, I just gained a rank in it, right? They never go away. They, yeah, they never, never go away. away. So whenever you reset, whenever you like fill up one side of the alignment bar, when you reset, you still have those three or whatever number you're at. I'm not sure. Coder said And then something terrifying happens when you get your whole chaos ring filled up. You get a disorder. Disorders are awesome. They're exciting. They're fun. And it is now it is now Hubie's turn. You're nearly dead, sir. This guy is starting to win. He's a I'm getting my confidence back. I'm feeling really good here. I just want to thank you for, you know, being the one that helps me get on back on the saddle again, you know. He has his hurting, but I'm gonna stay in the fight. (laughs) You're head grievously wounded, you're gonna die. Run away. Don't be like Zofia. I'm not going to die. I can't die. You're supposed to say who? <laughs> Shade. Too soon. Not soon enough. Is there any little ones nearby? Maybe I'll go for those ones. Yes, first. there are. There are two on bear that are right next to you, and there's one that the uh, NPCs are taking care of. I'll turn my target for a second. Just get the distraction out of the way. Okay, go for it. Does good. They can't resist. You satisfied with that damage? Are you attacking the one that looks the... I'm assuming you're attacking the one that looks the most uh, beaten up. Yeah, I'll let that through. Okay. So with 13 points of damage, that will certainly explode one of the two that are on bear. No problem. Literally explodes. Bursts into into, into blood. All right. Uh, let me roll for our 
heroic wardens who are bleeding to death right now because they don't have any armor. Both of them miss, but they're still keeping at least one of them occupied. Baird, is your turn. You've got one more in front of you. You're covered in blood. The Fel Knight's next to you, and it looks like the two wardens are taking care of one of those other marauders. Stekus is, meanwhile, dancing with one of the other ones behind you. <clears throat> Everywhere the, the fire is coming down, it's still dark. There's snow falling, but it's melting as it gets down here because there's just fire everywhere. You gotta get the hell out of here, man. The longer you, you're in this fight, the greater the danger you all get surrounded. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna switch to the faux shard and turn to the big guy and try and keep him occupied. Whoa, 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 whoa. 1v1. No, 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 no. <laughs> I just all mess up, uh, Hubert. All right, go so for I'll it. I'll try to trip him up. I'll just do the, uh, the normal attack and get the entanglement, sure. Yeah, so hustle, attack, and then, yeah. That's just standard? Yeah. All right. Say success. Okay. Uh, one on the damage roll. Yeah. So let's go ahead and roll that. Uh, roll my D100. Uh, since it's flip a fail... It's a 92, yeah. so 92 fails. So you're, so he is either choked or he's knocked down. Which one do you prefer? Uh, I like this choke work. Choke, choke will mean he'll get to roll resist again at the start of his turn. And if he does, he gets his turn. If he doesn't, he doesn't get his uh, turn. But it also means you can't down. do anything. Yeah, I'll just knock him down. So it'll take an AP at least from okay. him. Fair enough. Take two, in fact. All right. The Marauders will go uh, Stachys. I rolled a 69. I think you're dead. I think yeah, that's he's the, dead. You're just dead. That's just a perfect shot. Uh, that's a miss, so you're fine. Uh, then uh, over on Bear, you're you're uh, you're attacked uh, and knocked down. Well, it's a takedown attempt, but you can resist if you have uh, if you have the desire to do so. Um, I think I do. I don't like being on the floor. Okay. Let's do coordination. That's a one. Shut up. I Easy. rolled a three, and you rolled a one. It's a <laughs> D100 game. Uh, and then I will go ahead and roll an attack. I rolled another 69. <laughs> okay. oh. You two are also dead. <laughs> just, just I'm just cutting everyone down. Uh, and that's that's a miss. Uh, okay. Uh, Stekis comes back to you. You still got one on you. This guy is, is, is it. If you can get past him, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm still going to take aim and swing at the dude that's in front of me. That sounds super. Let's do yep. it. I rolled a 100. So I critically fail. Did you see what you needed to hit, though? Did you see what your target number was? You took it was all 69. It was 69. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's episode 53, but it feels like episode 69, I think. We should we should title the episode, episode 53, episode 69. That should be the title. Oh <laughs> Mind it's blown. Really, it's really bad that all I have to do is hit them because apparently they die if they bleed. But if I they bleed, they'll them. die. It's underling that, rules. That's yeah. ridiculous. I, as soon as you told me that, I can't hit anything. Yep. It's just performance anxiety. All right. Are you good to go? Uh, you're going to have to take some. Uh, that should have been two. Sorry. Uh, 15 points of peril uh, for overexertion. And uh, is there anything else you want to do on your turn? You still have like an AP left, I think. Yeah, I'm just going to save it to Perry, and I'm very happy that I have a rank in uh, focus to prevent that from doing anything to me for fighting. The uh, the Fell Knight will go ahead and stand up for two AP. He'll go ahead and swing. He's charged. He's going right after Hubert again. Uh, rolls an eight. What would you like to do there, Hubie? Hubie Lewis. In, in the in the news, the news. Cause... <laughs> you have so many episode title ideas tonight. It's At great. full force, you better parry this. If you don't parry, you're dead. Oh, I can't. No, I'm not. Gonna... 
I don't think I died. Oh, that's right. You're defenseless. Oh, oh, that's so wrong. Uh, that's a shame. I'm just going to roll the attack again so I can get the damage. Uh, but the back already went through. Oh, I think you're dead. I think he's dead. That's 12 points of damage. And I'm sitting on no misfortune. Never mind. It's <laughs> 12 points of damage. Uh, 12 points. Does that go through? Yeah, it's a clean cut. But I'll just take another chaos. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> he could do it when he's going to die, too? Yeah. Blessing in disguise. Is that what it says? Uh, I don't know. I'm scrolling back up. How often or can face you use death. that? Holy shit. Until he is literally a member of the, the chaos side. So pretty soon here, in a couple rounds, he's going to be on my side. And he's just going to start attacking you guys. Nope, fair enough. Oh. That's two permanent chaos rigs. You sure you don't want it? At this point, he's looking at you like, dude, do you want to just... <laughs> I'll just switch sides. I mean, come on, we're we're like so similar now. Uh, this this fell knight's voice has changed dramatically uh, over the night. Uh, Hubert, come on, man. By the way, at this point, you guys hear uh, sounds of horns starting to go off uh, as you imagine. There's more and more of these uh, these marauders and forces that are starting to swarm the streets. You guys are towards the eastern side, and you know likely that the western side is completely overrun. There's not as many over here, but you would suspect with the sounds of the encroaching horns that you're running out of time here. Either get this fight over with or get the hell out of Dodge. It's not going to go well for you pretty soon. At a certain point, you might just be completely overwhelmed. And there still is that unaccounted for strange figure that was from the front who can cast spells and Bianna who can cast spells who are still unaccounted for. Uh, so, Hubie, what are you going to do? So, since I stood my ground this turn, I'm actually going to take aim okay. and swing at him this time again. Oh, that's such a shame. Oh, Look at the no, damage you want to roll. Oh, you want to roll 25 damage. Do you want to use a fortune point? Uh, I keep that damage, yeah. I'll let you keep the damn damage. It's fine. <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. Go ahead. Reroll it. Gives me a misfortune. It's fine. Nice. Oh, at the four is time. Okay. Uh, so let me take a look at his 25 points of damage. We'll move him three steps. He's not dead. It's a lot. So he will, however, move to Grievous because he did get moved once before. So he's at Grievous. Right, so you, do you have a vicious weapon? Yeah. Yeah, so it is vicious. Four D6s uh, all of a sudden. This guy does not die with an injury. Is one everyone to know. It's going to be is. six or four injuries. Oh, shit. I am dodging injuries left and right tonight. One, oh. three, two, one. <laughs> Boom. Get wrecked. Your D6 rolls are... Get wrecked. Oh, wait. It's plus three damage if that matters because I've uh, let's see. Plus three damage is yeah. not enough to move it. Uh, right. Nope, doesn't doesn't get enough. That get, that moves it to 20, 28, right? Yeah. Just missed. Just missed, sir. But he is now grievously wounded. And he's like, oh, dude, come on. No, but like you uh, you just take this huge swing and it just, just cuts right through uh, that shield. And uh, you can see him stumble back, almost kind of shocked all of a sudden at this little weak man suddenly swinging and pushing him back when he thought he had you dead. Dead to rights. Two rounds in a row. Uh, so, we'll go ahead and roll again for our two warden people who suck, but at least they're keeping one occupied. And then Baird is your turn. There are still there's still this guy who's up. This fell knight is still up. There's two marauders in this engagement. You're hearing these horns. You're hearing the encroaching sounds of additional troops and forces. 
the only person you've killed tonight is Zofia. What do you want to do? Uh, well, uh, I'll try and stay at my at my reach and skirt around him towards where we were headed to outside the other gate. Okay, so you're maneuvering and around. And just take a strike at him from that angle. Go for it. He is not looking shot. good. Uh, That's a huge hit. 25, 28 points of damage. Nearly killed him. Am I still at standard with two of us? Or uh, we'll call it we'll call it routine. Nice. I'll say the two of you have started to flank him. Sounds good. Do two ten damage. Uh, when does this guy go? Uh, not until after Stekus. What would you like to do? And we have how many fortunes? You have three. Uh, I do not have any AP to parry. Okay. Uh, let's use one. Turn the four into a six. So 12 plus uh, another six. Okay. So 19. Maj. Why don't you describe how this guy goes down? Oh, snap. So Bear kind of flips around to his backside. Does like a surprisingly adept ballerina twirl with the faux shard and just finds the angle between his helmet and like chest plate. Just cleaves his neck like in half pretty much. Okay. And he collapses to the ground, shield, Morgan's turn falling. You hear the clattering of his munition plate. There are still marauders all around, and you can see the one that are in the near immediate engagement are almost like shocked at this. So I'm going to actually roll uh, some morale checks at the fall of this guy for first one will be for the one that's on um, that's uh, engaged with the two wardens. 52 will be a fail. And then for the one that's by Stekus, 55 will also be a fail crit fail, in fact. Uh, and then I need a 50. And then the two that are in the engagement still by Hubie and Bear. That's a pass. That's a pass. So um, two of them are looking a little concerned and they might start uh, maybe retreating or falling back because it is their turn, in fact, now. And so you will see that the one by you, Stekus, will go ahead and just break out into a run. So I'm going to actually use run so you can take an opportunity to attack if you oh, want. Yes, I do. I'm going to go ahead and use run and it's just going to be running back towards the center uh, of, uh, of, of the town. Uh, the same thing's going to happen to uh, the one that's engaged with the two wardens. They'll both take swings as well. One of them will hit. God dang it, I missed with an 82. Okay, and so they're going to—they're both going to get away. Uh, the other two are going to stay here. Um, they're going to look at the fact that Bear was the one who just had the killing blow, and I think they're going to go ahead and enclose upon Bear. Um, I think that makes sense. Uh, and so both of them will... Come at me, bros. One of them will go ahead and attempt a, a knockdown on you. Uh, 50, I think, is right on the dot. Let me double check. Right on the money. Let me check. Uh, no, it is not. It is a miss. Uh, then it will go ahead and swing. I need a 40. Uh, that's a miss. Second will come in, and now 40 will be good. Uh, it's still a miss on both. So both of them come in, and they're flailing at you panically, and they're unable to knock you down, only able to swing. Uh, Stekis, uh, you now have free reign to charge into the fight where the last two left. You still hear the sounds of horns coming. And as you look to your left, Stekis, you can see in the distance this tall figure, this slender, this strange 
cloak around its neck, draping these weird, awkward feet and legs, casting these pink fire spells off to its left and to the right, blowing up various buildings here and there. It's about 100 yards off from you, and it's coming your way, and it's not alone. I'm going to run at one of the, or charge, rather, at one of the guys that's in the engagement so we can try and get out. Okay, so Hubert, you want to go for Hubert? (laughs) at one of the marauders okay got it so yourself (laughs) spoils what i will stop it it's fine you all knew he was bad i mean i wonder if i realized when he led me to the frozen lake Mm -hmm. hey it's a shame that i rolled a 69 but i didn't get to take aim he exploded all right uh fell knight's dead hubert you're up what do you want to do you see the same thing they're it's moving towards you you can see firing off here you see suddenly a, a a burst of flames in a building you see all sorts of marauders running around and just hacking and slashing as people run out from the buildings trying to get away from the fire moving towards you yeah i think we've taken care of this big guy already so i'll try and rally the wardens up and get them moving okay start going east okay so you're gonna start running coder don't you have martial melee yeah i do did it not take it no it doesn't Taking yeah. affect your talents or whatever or your focus. Are you? How many, how many do you have? He might be under peril. I have but two ranks. I have two ranks, but I have a focus. Oh, uh, okay. Hit <laughs> so yeah, it would have actually hit right on the dot with a sixty-nine. Uh, Ten points of damage, and you said a, you, you said you automatically bleed, right? Yeah. Because you're going to manage to just cleave through one of them, just smash through them uh, with uh, your Morganser, and you can see the the chest just collapse uh, as it didn't really see you until the last second. And that one collapses to the ground. There's still one left. I'll do another roll. He's sturdy as son of a bitch with a two on his morale <laughs> check. So uh, so there's still one here for Hubert. You can run. You can attack. What do you want to do? Clock's ticking. Uh, I'll take care of him real quick and then see. <laughs> get moving. The confidence with this guy. What have you done? Survive fatal blows. You've just gotten closer and closer to the chaos side. He does Good. have feathers. Good. Let the hate flow through you up. All right, I missed, so I'm just going to get running. Okay. Uh, so you start running. Um, not mechanically running, but you start hustling away. Sure, hustling, yeah. fair enough. Everyone begins to follow. You see, you see, like, the little pack that was carrying folks that you had saved from the fire have, like, been waiting for you to clear the way, and now that you've cleared the way, you see them starting to hustle. Uh, folks like Loudon and the dude from the docks carrying other people that were in the fire on their shoulders like they're uh, like they just killed an elk or something like that and they're just running as best they can now that the way is clear um, and Bear it is your turn do you follow after do you finish this guy off what do you want to do uh, I'll take a swing at him try to trip him up with entangling again go for it and then I'll probably run after two that. on one call it routine because Stekus is still there oh nice that's a fail. Okay. Um. Didn't fail when you attacked Sophia. <laughs> well, I didn't have to roll. <laughs> I probably would have failed. That would have been funny. <laughs> it would have been awful. <laughs> uh, did he engage me, or was I still at range? We'll say that it's two v one. So you got you got routine on stuff. Um, you're all kind of in the same general okay. vicinity. Yeah. yeah. So I. I can still do a dirty trick, right? Yeah, you got you got a two AP left. You got you've missed your attack, but you still got your perilous action, so that's fine. You can do a dirty trick, blind him a bit. Sure. Yeah, we'll give it a shot. So does Guile. Yeah. 
Alright, that's a crit success. 22. You can see as you kick some dirt up from the ground, or some snow, we'll say, into his eyes. Yeah. Uh, he just sort of starts swiping away at it, unable to see. I'll use my last AP to hustle along with the group. The Marauder will take a moment to kind of wipe these the stuff off of his eyes, look around for you, not see you, but then see Stekus standing right next to him, and so will instead, instead turn his attention to Stekus. Uh, we'll try to knock you down. 21 will succeed, uh, so go ahead and resist with coordination. I will try to resist. Uh, standard's fine. I failed, so I'm going to re-roll that. Okay. Now I succeed with a 23. Okay, so since you're still standing up, he'll swing anyway. With Even with taking aim once, he'll still only roll a 60 and he did a 55. You're good. Um, Stekis, it's your turn. Uh, you can see that this figure is getting closer uh, down the road. Uh, I would say you would know that this would be dangerous <laughs> if you hung around too much longer. Uh, seeing the situation we're in, I'm just going to turn around and start to run to catch up to everybody at the gate. Okay, fair enough. Um, so I think what I'll do is with only one of them left and it's already wiping snow from their eyes, we'll break that initiative and say you guys can manage to get away. Uh, from this little area with the handful of folks you have. And we'll finally allow Ashley to play tonight. So Ashley, as we're going to shift gears, we're not, everything's not perfect time, right? Remember that you were, you arrived at the Warren Barracks long before they did. And mm -hmm. you got people out and, and this probably, probably a difference of maybe 15, 20 minutes or so, but that is a very big amount of time and this kind of situation. Uh, you are moving with Doc Quelly and with a handful of folks from Loudons uh, that decided to come with you. Some of them stayed I think behind I had the fight. About six. Yeah, something like that. You all make it to the eastern gate. Uh, you can see that the further eastward you get, the the less or the fewer um, marauders you tend to see, but there's still occasional folks that are getting chased. When you arrive at the gate, however, you do notice that it is on fire. The whole wall of the gate and spreading good 5, 10, 15 yards to the east and to the northwest, kind of the opposite sides of the gate. It is on fire. Someone set this thing on fire. Um, okay. You can see a handful of people are trying to get through, but every time they get up, they're like, it's just a this blaze of fire is coming back. What would you like to do? Uh, is there any water nearby? Nowhere near. Okay. Uh, there are some places, but they're not close enough. Normally, they would probably form some kind of bucket chain, but now is not going to happen. Yeah, definitely not. There's snow and stuff on the ground, uh, but the size of the fire is pretty significant. Um, I think what I would do then is try and go through and continue moving along the wall to see if we could get to an area where it's not on fire yet. Okay. Not not hard to do. So you can do you wanna do you wanna head like northwesternly or do you wanna head like southeasternly? So remember that this because this, this gate's sort of like east, northeast side of town. So Yeah. Probably southeasternly because I know all of this stuff's really happening to the west. Okay. Uh, so you begin uh, almost kind of doing like a U-turn now because like you you ran southward-ish from Lauren's yeah. dormitory to northward to the barracks, and now you're kind of Before looping I back go, around. I want to like use my toe and carve out a big arrow in the dirt just in case okay. like people come up like other survivors, and hopefully they see it and will follow. Okay, and it it won't be more than thirty yards before you can get to a, a non yet 
on fire portion. It takes a while for the fire to spread uh, okay. because these things are covered in snow. So it's not spreading super easily and there is some moisture to them, but it is spreading. But it's okay. about 20 yards, 30 yards from the gate. You can see that the wall is not yet caught fire. Likely this started sometime recently. Got it. And then see if maybe we can start getting people to climb over. Okay. Uh, so the gate's not an easy gate to climb over, but uh, you can see that there are a handful by right by the gate. I should say there's platforms for guards to stand, but the further away you go from the gate itself, it just becomes basic wall. Um, unfortunately, all the stuff with the platforms is kind of on fire at this point. So really you're just kind of climbing up relatively uh straight. are there any crates nearby that we can drag over to try and make it a little easier for people yeah you look around and you can see that there's a handful of things here and there a lot of it's kind of broken pieces of like wagons or crates that aren't that are being repurposed in some way uh, but you can start scrambling together a few of those uh roll uh two d6s please sure thing a one and a one <laughs> You're okay. And you do manage to, over the course of about five minutes, get your, your dormitory folks, uh, Quali, who's still kind of holding onto your hand. You guys have been buddies for a while. And just a few other random people who just happen to be here and are doing trying to do the same thing. You still see people being idiotic and trying to literally climb and open the gate while getting caught on fire. And they, they just like fall down, like panicking like crazy. You also see a few marauders sometimes show, uh, and they seem to unfortunately like start attacking somebody else and it allows it gives you time um but you're 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 able to stack some of it um and you're going to try to climb over yeah all right go ahead and roll an athletics test uh we'll make it challenging it's still relatively vertical to climb over top so we'll make it challenging and it's slippery yeah i'm running on that tincture oh yeah that's right your butchered leg uh fail would you like to re-roll that yes okay is that the you're still, Ooh. after you use this one, there'll still be two more left. Nine, pass. Beautiful. So you climb over, uh, probably uh, maybe Quali gives you a little boost, pushes you pushes you up, uh, and you fall down on the other side, which is about a 10-foot drop or so, 15-foot drop, something like that. But fortunately, there's a bunch of snow on the other side, so it doesn't hurt as bad as it would be if they were stone. And you can see other people mm-hmm. start doing the same thing. Um, some people start panicking and just start running. Others kind of linger and try to help other folks up. Uh, but one by one, your little party manages to get over top. Excellent. So then I think what I would have them do is we'll continue to move uh, not at like a super fast pace because I kind of want to hope to see if more people can leave, but we want to hide someplace. Okay. And uh, but like head towards like Fort Yeager, that kind of that way. Roll a stealth test. Uh, as we all know so well, it is a standard difficulty. Yep. I rolled a 75. You happy with that or would you like to use one of your fortune points? There's two more remaining. Fortune point, please. Nine. That's way better. Those are two really <laughs> clutch rerolls. Like, like, think about what you rolled and when what you ended up rerolling. You rolled two nines off of these rerolls. One on the climb, one on the stealth. Like, that's huge. <sighs> and you are also are kind of leading this little ragtag group. And so I'm actually using your stealth roll for the whole group. Cool. So you managed to slink off. Uh, into the darkness and trying to use the the, the trees and the underbrush uh, and the rocks that's near the cliff uh, to hide as best you can. Now, do you want to stay around or do you actually just want to start moving slowly and carefully eastward? Um, we want to hide for a little bit. Okay. To see if anybody comes out, but if the we're gonna, I'm gonna like watch Verdum, and if it starts to look worse, we're gonna we're just gonna leave. Okay. Um, how long you want to wait? Um, 
probably like 20 to minutes at this point. You can see that it gets worse. The fire continues to spread slowly along the walls. You also see larger eruptions. You once again, for the second time, you see a ring of pink fire appear in the sky somewhere above Verdum. Okay. And begin to rain like meteors falling down to the sky. These 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 pinkish uh, these pinkish flames. Um, looking at it, you would probably you're not entirely sure where that would be. You're, you're guessing maybe Crafters Row mm-hmm. uh, might be where that that is landing, just from basic you know, juxtaposition. There's a surprising amount of light in the area, considering that there is a town on fire. You may, are managing to stay in the cloak of darkness, so it's not too bad because you're a little bit of ways. Uh, but it gets pretty bad. Um, we'll we'll come back to you in a minute. Now, Bear and Hubert and Stekis. As you're running away, you you guys feel uh, something like clinking on the back, and you look around, and there's like a Francesca falling on the ground as there was an ineffectual throw of a throwing axe uh, by the one guy that you left behind, and he turns around, and you see him start running in the direction of that figure that's casting spells left and right. And as you uh, as you continue to run, it's a minute or two, maybe three or four by the time you get to the gate to the east. Um, you have to kind of hack and slash your way, knock people off. You can see other marauders starting coming. You manage to push them out of the way uh, and stumbling. You just kind of keep pushing and pushing until you get to the gate. And the gate is, as I just said, on fire, except you have arrived here a few minutes later, meaning that the gate is a little bit more uh, more extended, the fire itself. You can see there also as a, ma- as a greater marauder presence here. There's several people on the ground that you see are just getting punched or stabbed as they're being straddled by these creatures. Um, what would you guys like to do? And there's an arrow on the ground. There might be. It depends on what they want to do. How thick are these doors? Yeah, I was about Moving to ask. Now. Like, is it very sturdy after being burning? Literally, the wall and the gate are a series of uh, of tree trunks that have been carved and pointed at the top, and then they are adhered and fastened to one another. They're pretty sturdy. Um, given another hour or two, it would probably be super easy to get through them, but... Right now, they prob- since this has only probably been on fire for about 20 to 30 minutes, there's still some sturdiness left to it. Is there somewhere around where it would be easier to climb over than the gate itself? Roll an awareness test. Uh, can I do that as well? Absolutely. Hubert, you can't. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, I didn't want to anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I feel. Okay. That's a success with a 23. Stekis, you notice uh, there is this large arrow driven, drawn in the ground, uh, and uh, there are these dead bodies lying on top of it as if people were sitting here examining it and got hacked to pieces from behind. Uh, but as your eye line tracks and follows this arrow, you see that there have been a couple stacks of barrels and crates and former wagon pieces uh, by the wall to the southeast, about 20 to 30 yards you can see that the fire has begun to partially overtake it as if the the stack of of debris, while definitely easier to get up, is being flickered with flame. You can get up there. It's going to be dangerous. And you still might take a little fire damage going up, but it's certainly easier. I'm going to run over there and start to climb then once I get there. Okay. Who else? Uh, hold on. This might be a trap. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll jump up as well. Okay. Uh, so all of you can go ahead and roll athletics tests. Uh, I'm going to make yours, however, hard, as there are now flames flickering. Can I, like, assist people for going up? We'll see how you do on your own That's roll. That's a 29. Right. I succeeded. 
I did not. So no, you can't. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay. So, well. Stekis, you get over it just fine, and you maybe you straddle at the very top of the wall, and you're, like, taking the bodies of people that have been being carried and, like, dropping them on the other side as, like, Loudon and some of the others are handing them to you. Um, you're, a- you're all able to get over the wall. I'm not saying you're not, but in the process of doing so, you get caught on fire, and you fall horribly about... You don't, you don't manage to keep your balance as you get to the other side. So, those who fail, so this is Hubert and Bear, both of you can go ahead and take... Uh, 11 points of physical peril as you you get you slam down on the other side uh, and both of you roll a d6 and if either one of you roll a six you are caught on fire i'm on fire <laughs> i'm not on fire okay so you can see bear uh as he falls down to the to the side that his he maybe he just doesn't notice it but his the, his pack on his back has started to catch a flame. You can see that his skin has started to burn. Maybe it's too cold or the adrenaline's rushing through him. Uh, it is not his chest hair, Melissa. How dare you write that in chat? You leave his chest hair and his mustache alone. That is sacred. Leave that alone. <laughs> anyway, but you're caught on fire. Uh, but you all managed to get over. Um, what would you like to do? Uh, stop, drop, and roll? <laughs> How do I put this out? So... We're going to go ahead and use uh, this brand new, not entirely brand new, uh, system on uh, on Roll20. And we can look specifically at what on fire means. So unlike damage in Comet, you do not suffer injuries from fire, but you still face the potential for a fiery demise. When you're, when you're exposed to fire, uh, you, whenever you are on fire, you immediately suffer 3d10 plus 3 damage in every minute thereafter. Immersing yourself in water or smothering the fire with a heavy blanket immediately ends this condition. Okay. Are you ready to take some damage there? Yeah, that's a lot of damage. You are in trouble. Okay. Do these one at a time. That's a 6. That's a 7. And that's a 3. Uh, so that's like uh, 16? Plus 3. Plus three, 19 points of fire damage. As you can see, his pack gets caught on fire. Uh, okay, that's just one. So okay. I'm pretty grievously wounded. Do I roll? No, you do not suffer injuries from fire. Whew. The bright side, there is plenty of snow, and so you can easily start diving into the snow, rolling around, stop, drop, and roll, all that kind of stuff, and quickly put the fire out. Okay, that's you're, good. You're all on the other side. What would you like to do? Um, there wasn't anyone else following us. Everyone got over yeah, at this point, everyone's the, those that were with you, a couple others, uh, looking at your group in addition to the three of you and Loudon, we'll say there's probably about uh, 10 to 12 other people uh, that you have accrued along the way, uh, some of whom are still being carried because they've still got that problem from being caught in the fire inside of the landing office. But you have a small little group with you. Uh, we wanted to head towards the fort or something, right? Yeah, we're trying to retreat. Yeah, that's the, net, that's yeah. the only place we can retreat to with any kind of defendable position otherwise we're just running into the wilderness willy-nilly okay so you start moving away at a certain point you find the dead body of lavinia just just kidding just kidding uh no at a certain point though lavinia as you're hiding in your position you do see a large group of about 15 people uh hop over the fence someone roll around in the fire like an idiot uh and then uh, the group starts moving past you they don't see you because you're so immensely stealthy um but you can you can make out from the look of it uh, the bright brown plumage of Hubert and the beautiful mustachios of Bear and the disgusting twin hanging from the back of Stekas. 
Uh, Lavinia will uh, try and get their attention. How will you do this? Uh, you didn't expect that question, did you? No, no. <laughs> she wasn't. I don't think she'd like run out though, because I think she'd be worried about like if they're as on edge as her group is, she might get shot. Okay. So she'll just kind of call out for Hubert. Hubie! <laughs> oh, <Air> bush. <laughs> Bottle bomb. Push, takes them all out. There right? We go. Dead. So we'll say, uh, for the sake of ease, uh, you all now have reunited. Between the two groups, we'll put it at about 22, 23 folks. Uh, notable NPCs include Loudon and the Doc. What do you all do? You're outside. You're, we'll, we'll put you 150 to 200 yards away from Verdum, which is burning. People are panicking. What the hell did, just happened? Everyone's in shock. I mean, you all are probably not doing great either, but adrenaline is coursing through you. Uh, do we still have Jonas with us? That's correct. Thank you. I totally forgot. Okay. Uh, we'll say, uh, by the way, I totally forgot about the two of them. When you see them, you see that they are super pale, and both Fair and uh, Ralph Wilhelms are both bleeding profusely. I'm going to... Can I stop the bleeding? Do you have bandages? Yes, I do. Okay. Each one of them, you easily can stem the bleeding, and that will keep them from dying. That should have happened a long time ago, but I forgot, so we'll do it now. Okay. Um, but you uh, go ahead and mark off two bandages. They are still both very wounded. You can see that they have taken wounds as well. It is, by the way, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning, something like that. Snow's coming down. It's freezing. All of you are probably, as the adrenaline is slowly starting to wear off, as you're getting further and further away from all the fire, it's getting colder. How far is the fort from here? You, you, if you traveled oh, far. through the night, you might be able to get there five hours or so. It's at night, so it's hard. It's much more difficult. And it's still overcast, right? Uh, yeah, you don't. It's snowing, so you're, there's a lot of clouds in the sky. Well, I don't think we should stop and camp because I no. think starting a fire would be a bad idea. We need to just keep going. Moving to keep body heat going. Speaking of fire, any of you torching it up? Uh, not yet. Okay. We'll wait until we can't see Vertum anymore. Okay. Uh, so you're going to be able to see Vertum for a while because it's a blaze. Yeah. So what do you want to do? Uh, what about that hidden like alcove that me and Zofia found? That's a ways away. That was further. Okay. That's further away, but yeah, you could eventually get in that. And it's sort of you're sort of going in the same direction, ish, ish. I was trying to think of like a shelter that was over there. We need to just keep going until we get to somewhere, uh, but we can't stop anywhere near Verdum. I think it would be a good idea if we got like behind the cliff of the governor's nest, at least for now, and then we. The can mines choose. are close enough to just get the rest of the way there and see what's going on. But remember, yeah. there are there are like there where we were told that there's people that went missing and marauders on this side too. So it, oh, were it, they? Then we might as well. Yeah, just try we just need to keep going. Okay. Um, who wants to lead the way? Well, there's only one person left uh, with that skill. I don't have her. <laughs> me. I have uh, uh, what's it called? The one thing that gives me plus ten percent. So I will navigate. I lost it. Oh no. Okay. With a 65, that's a fail. Yeah. Uh, all of you fall off a cliff and die in the darkness. <laughs> Not me, though. Just like Chovy. No, Bear doesn't fall. <laughs> Bear doesn't, or doesn't die. He him. falls, but he doesn't die because his, his, he uses his mustache as a flotation device. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <To> the beads. <laughs> uh, it's a rough path you decide on, 
and uh, there might have been easier ones or might not have been. It's kind of hard to tell. Uh, but you start heading off in the direction Loudon tries to help as best he can. Some of the others pitch in with ideas, uh, and it ends up being too many cooks in the kitchen. And there's some infighting. I lied. I pass. Azimuth, I thought, was 10%. It's 20%. So my rating would have been uh, 72. I'm sorry. Everyone's already dead. Yeah, I, I just said it. They went <laughs> off the cliff. Like It's it's recorded. We can't go back and edit that. Or anything. Uh, okay. So you instead find a halfway decent path that isn't as rocky or terrible. Not but people are still bickering and getting angry and scared and nervous the whole way through. Um, uh, after you get, we'll say... A mile away from Burdum, the ground begins to, or about a half a mile, the ground begins to go downwards. Like there's a downward slope. Remember, Verdum is up on a cliff overlooking the ocean. Uh, and at that point, you start to lose clear sight of the blaze that is Verdum itself. Um, so maybe now is the time, if you wanted to, you can light a torch if you choose to. If it's getting harder to see and we don't want people to ambush us, once we can't see Verdum, we're going to hope that if they're looking out for us, they won't see the fire is what my planning was anyway. You'll probably move faster too. You continue for a while. I want everyone to go ahead and roll a toughness test. Uh, we'll make this, uh, let's make it standard. As the snow and the cold and the rocky terrain begins to beat down on you all. It's a 31 success. Eldman. Yeah, Lavinia failed with a 39. Some really close fails here. Bear failed by one. <laughs> Two points. All right, everyone go ahead and take, sorry, there we go, 17 points of physical peril. As the the hard nature of the terrain, the iciness, the snow, the freezing cold, you all don't necessarily have all of the equipment you would have needed, Not at least not all of the people that are here. Some of them were just running as fast as they could out of their homes. And they just grab what they could. Um, but you manage to get a ways away. It's about an hour or two before you feel as though you're you're far enough, you know, like you're you're in the clear. Um, everyone go ahead if you would like to roll up awareness or perception, whichever you prefer. Or excuse me, awareness or eavesdrop. If you want to do if you want to look, if you want to listen, whichever pick one. Crit I failed. I'm always failing checks now because incapacitated. No, I think it's just because you're bad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, out in front, Lavinia, uh, you catch sight um, of some movement. Uh, to your south, it's mostly uh, a lowering and lowering of cliff until it's relatively flat terrain and then a rocky ocean shore. But somewhere to the north... You can start seeing scattered trees, lots of these chunks of rock and boulders that are sticking up. Some of them are very tall, but you can see uh, with the strange flickering light uh, of, the, of the torches. You thought maybe at first it's shadows, but you realize there, there are, there's someone or something or multiple things moving in the shadows somewhere. I'm going to immediately douse my torch. Okay, done. And then... um pull out my bow and arrow and quietly like motion to somebody to come up and let them know like what I saw over there. Who are you motioning to? Uh, Probably Stekis and Hubert. Okay. So, Stekis, Hubert, she pulls you up. She tells you she saw something. You look out. You failed your rolls. You can't see anything. She must be nuts, right? You're just seeing things because you're stressed. 
Uh, actually, I'm looking a lot better than you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? I, I really am. Remember, I got healed, so I'm only lightly I wounded. I didn't take damage. Okay, well, aside from you then, I guess, but everybody else. But um, Lavinia will try and carefully get everybody. We're going to try and move around this thing, pass it. You said you're just moving around? Is that nothing? Are you taking any specific action? No. Well, I'm going to pull out my bone arrow okay. and have it ready. Okay. It's super dark now. No torch. Yeah. No real yeah. light anymore. She's wanting us to stealth, so we should roll stealth. Okay. If you're rolling stealth, all of you go ahead and roll stealth. Yeah. Jeff, is this uh Don't forget it's oh standard. My God. <laughs> all my That's a crit success. And now I crit failed. I crit success, so maybe yeah. they cancel each other. I don't they know do if not, that works. They they do do not. It's a shame. No. I hope this is Oh, I'm super stealthy. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I got a seventy-eight, so probably no bueno. I also got a 91, I think. Someone's got a 91. Yeah, you guys uh, sound like a freaking marching band going through here. <laughs> and I fade into the background. As all of you are, are moving and others are, are shouting at each other angry, you guys start to see suddenly around you, one by one, poof, 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 as these torches just begin to light up around you. You start counting and you see there's like 20 of them. And you are literally surrounded. And when you look out, you see these these silhouettes of folks and the torches are kind of being held high and then the torches are kind of all being brought closer and you see that there's all these folks 20 people that have these masks on these antlers coming off to the sides these strange bear-like cloaks Uh, you recognize these types of people before you've seen them numerous times you know them as the umbat nor and they just stand blocking your way blocking your return they have somehow sneaked past you and put themselves between you and the rocky shore. They are on your north side between yourselves and freedom to the north. You are completely surrounded. Some of them have weapons drawn. What do you do? Uh, friendly. Um, can I roll to see if I maybe like recognize that guy we dealt with on a governor's nest? Um, Roll a d6. The one who I cried on for. Does not appear. It's hard to tell. They all kind of dress in a similar fashion. They just look like they've, they all got masks on. Every one of them. And they're all animalistic in some way. Some of them look a little bit like, uh, you know, like deer. I still have bear, an Umbat Norn uh, uh, horn in my pack. Mm-hmm. Can I pull that out and blow it? Do you think that is going to be a good thing? I don't know. <laughs> uh, hey, Josh, why don't you go make a resolve test, by the way? Suddenly these masks start showing up. You've had some bad history ah, with masks shit. in the past. Go ahead and roll a challenging resolve test. As Ooh, all it's these... been a while for yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some PTSD. A... Yep. A little bit. <laughs> okay. Uh, so oh, you're incapacitated. <laughs> you can go ahead as you start. We're going we're gonna to say you're suffering from fear, and you can take... Only six points. I rolled really poorly. So six points of mental peril. But you are suffering from fear now. Oh, okay. If you weren't already, you are now. <laughs> I was kind of like crouched. I'm like, oh, we're going to die. We're all going to die. This is it. It's all over. And to clarify, the Umbat Nor aren't attacking Verdum. That's just the uh, howling marauders. Yeah. And you didn't see any, you didn't see any uh, Umbat Nor there. It's hard to tell exactly where these folks stand. So what do you do? They are surrounding you. 
completely. Torches are lit. Some of them have weapons drawn. Swords, glistening, crossbows, bows, etc. I acknowledge their presence and wave. Okay, so you just wave. I really want to shoot an arrow oh, no. through the hand. <laughs> okay, anything else? Lavinia is just going to call, like, you know, kind of move her bow back down and just say, we have wounded. Okay. And basically, like, ask, like, please, please don't shoot us. <laughs> Do you say, please don't shoot us? I'm just going to try and, like, continue to not be noted, like, not draw attention to myself because they might actually not like the people who are all mutated and everything. Hmm. So I'm just going to be quiet. Okay. You're just going to try to blend into the crowd. Okay, got yes. it. Yes. Yeah, Lavinia Lavinia's just going to ask for help. Alright, Lavinia, I think it's going to be on you to roll a social test here. Um, you can uh, roll whatever you like, but if you're just trying to get them to if you're just trying to be nice and not do anything specific, you can roll a uh, charm. You can roll um, leadership. Uh, that doesn't really make sense. You can roll bargain. Can I do bargain? If you're trying to like bargain with something. Like our lives. <laughs> uh, standard. So uh, what is it you say? Uh, I failed. So it's not very nice because she was suffering from fear and then she managed to get over it but I'm assuming at this point she's still just super stressed and probably her legs hurting really bad Okay, she's kind of leaning down holding her leg and she just says please help us we're we're wounded you know I, I can help heal uh, I can assist you guys whatever you need just just help us please and um, Verdum's, Verdum's gone and uh, just just babbling, okay. like she was crying on that guy's shoulder. That one, she's she's just typical rambling. You see, uh, one of the figures not brandishing any weapon, just holding a torch, uh, just steps out, and you can hear uh, a male voice, muffled somewhat, come from underneath. Uh, you can hear him say, "Where is it? You are heading." We were going to head to Fort Yeager. You, you hear some chuckling in the crowd. <laughs> and it starts echoing around the ring of people. You hear laughter of males, females, etc. Some of it's very hearty, some of it's very sarcastic, but there's laughter and it grows and eventually it dies down. Seems you all, this is another voice just from that, seems you all without a home. Can you Can you help us please? And you hear a couple other people, like, there's a lot of, like, as they start to kind of tease you and rag you a little bit. But eventually, eventually, this kind of teasing and ragging uh, is shushed out as uh, this other figure steps forward. And you can see, like, shouts them down, and they immediately shut up when he just holds up a hand. And uh, he looks at you with his behind his mask, this sort of, this sort of pale... Uh, almost deer-like mass. It's got these little red rings around the eyes. There's these antlers that seem to kind of peel back behind it, behind their head. And he says, uh, he just says, follow, and turns around and begins uh, heading eastwardly. And everyone, all the other people begin to start fanning out immediately. And you see people taking up positions in the back and the rear. You see some of the torches go out, and it all is like incredibly organized without any real sense of like no one said anything. They just kind of knew what to do. Lavinia is going to follow. Yep, follow this guy. Okay. So, um, 
as you're walking for a few hours, you can hear the sounds of other animals and such in, in the darkness, but none of them get really close. You can hear the sounds of waves. Um, eventually, you start to see to the east the sun begin to break as you've been at this for several hours uh, at this point. And as the sun comes up, you start to see the silhouette of the fort up crested on top of this hill uh, off to the east. Um, you periodically, like they don't really seem to talk to you. Like a lot of, some of them get close, kind of examine you closely. Like some of them get like up into your grills and they look at you, they walk next to you, assessing you, but then they kind of peter out. A few of them look over towards Steckis and Hubert and some of them you can hear are kind of whispering about you, about you all, about who exactly you are and whether they should be like, there's, there's some sort of dissension perhaps or questioning, but it's all kind of quickly shushed out. Um, eventually you all meet the sort of the base of this incline that seems to lead up to a plateau, this butte atop of which Fort Jaeger, this broken down fort that is no longer in sort of full, full, uh, full working order. Um, and, as you get up to near like the equivalent of gates and you can tell that re there's been some recent work done, there's stone, but then stone mixed with like more ramshackle wood walls that are kind of patched together as if it started as stone was abandoned as far as you understand. And then uh, maybe Gazella trip who, you know, was bringing her folks from, uh, from the mine here has like started building something um, but you see suddenly uh, an arrow shoot down from atop the gates about 10 feet in front of the group of you that are that are kind of climbing up. And you hear a voice uh, call out, say, Now, turn round. No one's coming in. Not one of ya. And uh, what do you guys do? Uh, Lavinia will call out, We were told to follow. Verdum is is destroyed we have nowhere to go we didn't tell you to come here you didn't follow us turn back around you didn't let us in we ain't letting you in get out of here and then another arrow not by this person shouting comes firing and lands again well i ain't gonna warn you a third time can i do like an awareness roll to see if i know who this person is uh when you look up it just seems like a just a guard <laughs> doing their job you don't really know who they are you do know that gazella trip came here yeah. with, with folks uh, Lavinia is going to call out. I need to speak to Grisella. She don't know you speak with you. Last warning. Turn around or we will fire on I you. I have Loudon with me. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and roll an attack on okay. Lavinia. It's a crit fail, so it misses. <laughs> go ahead, Stex. Can I do like of an assessment of like how defended it is with like military tactics? Uh, yeah, I'm going to give you this for free. If you charge it, you're probably going to die in your state like unless the umbat nor decided to do something if you if you guys if your little ragtab group tries to come up to this gate even in its ramshackle state with people on higher ground with with their shooting at you from a, a several dozens of yards away so if you tried to charge in you would you would probably get mowed down well i guess we're leaving because we have no chance against them i'm just going to turn around and walk away yeah, Lavinia will lead them off to the site and we'll probably try setting up a camp to see if maybe we can get like a scout later to okay. try and give a notice to Grisella. So 
Uh, as you start to turn around and uh, kind of move a little bit down the path uh, to find somewhere to set up that camp, um, you can see that none of the Umbat nor go with you. They all just like stay in place where they're at as you oh. all kind of walk away. And they're just standing there. All of them kind of just staring up at this place. Every single one of them. And you can see they begin to kind of line up in this two little rows and they're just blocking the whole path forward, looking directly up at it. And you can hear that this person behind the walls is still shouting down at them. It's like, you get away from it. We know who you all bunch of fucking criminals and stuff. We saw what you did to the governor. And so like just shouting at them and like more arrows are flying and stuff like that. Is the leader still like around? It's hard to tell. They're all kind of, it's, it's so hard to tell. They all kind of. They dress in a way that's easy to blend and you can't quite pick out one person from the next. There's very subtle differences between their masks and their getups and their heights. It's super hard to tell exactly. It looks like they're like in a military formation, like they're going to charge perhaps. Maybe, but they, they definitely look like in rows. Like they, again, they're just doing everything without any sort of verbal. They just know what to do. And they're just lining up in two rows, 10 and 10. There's like 20 of them. Lavinia will approach somebody on the back and um, ask, uh, "What should we do?" And you hear, uh, you hear a, a voice just say, "Quiet. This does not concern you." Okay. I'll just stand behind them and wait and see what happens. Then. So you see, like this one, one of these guys, and you assume it's the same dude that you were talking to uh, before. Suddenly, step out in front and go right up to where the arrows were shot and embedded into the ground, and you can see. Another arrow goes and lands like just feet, just a couple feet from him. And he's just sort of, and this figure's just sort of standing there. And you hear this like big booming voice all of a sudden come out from it. Like this, this powerful, like where the hell did that come from? He was sort of soft spoken before. And he's like, what befell the governor was long awaited justice. A reckoning of the fool's own creation. Do not make the same mistake of turning away those in need. If charity and mercy are not cause enough to open, then I say this. You are squatters here. This is not your home. Your labor did not build this place, and your name does not adorn it. And you see him take off this headdress and you see this middle-aged to elderly man, dark black skin, kind of graying salt and pepper hair. Those of you with an angle can see all sorts of like scarring on the face. The nose is mostly gone. And he he just kind of looks and everybody else begins taking off their helmets as well. They're, and you can see a lot of them have the same scarring. And he continues and he says, But... My name does, for I am Colonel Otfried Jaeger, and you are in my house. Oh, oh shit. What the? <laughs> Holy. That's so cool. <laughs>